<clears throat> well, hello everybody. It's Memorial Day 2023. It's a day that we uh, honor all those people that uh, died for us to have a free country. Uh, we'll probably talk about that a little bit today, but um, but first let me introduce myself. My name is Regan Forston, and um, I am a clinical hypnotherapist. I'm specializing in um, in a process that's with the Newton Institute, and that's what gets me with uh, Natasha here, because it's the spiritual side of hypnotherapy, where we use hypnosis to help people uh, go beyond the physical to actually experience the afterlife. Um, we have a process through the Newton Institute, which I'm certified with, called Life Between Lives. And what I do with clients is I help them achieve a deep state of, uh, of trance, which almost everybody can reach with a little bit of patience sometimes. But in that state, you expand, a person expands their awareness to the afterlife. Um, so it's kind of like having a near-death experience without having the death part, as I kind of jokingly say. So, um, you know, we've had about 70,000 people do it. And uh, uh, imagine yourself if you, had, you, you could spend a couple hours over there uh, meeting your guide, uh, going before a council of elders that will answer any questions you have, uh, seeing loved ones that have passed on. It's absolutely life-changing and amazing. Um, and here today with Natasha and I, um, we're a, a good complement to each other because she does it in a little different way. So we're two, two modalities that get you the same information that you need to have. And um, I have a regular hypnotherapy practice also. And I like if anybody's watching this in Zoom, specializing in post-traumatic stress, fears, phobias, uh, anything to do with anxiety, depression. And we have some amazing modalities now that, that help people turn their lives around. So always help to, to do that. So Natasha, tell them a little bit about, about you and yourself, please. And, and then we'll talk about our topic for today. Okay, sounds good. I'm Natasha Venter and I am one who really loves it's my life calling, my soul calling for many lifetimes, actually, to help people go through um, the emotions, the stress, the 3D world, uh, grief, whatever it is, you know, past lives, future lives in a way, because sometimes that kind of helps us out a little bit to know kind of what does our future self want us to know? You know, sometimes I, I've asked a friend or two a couple of times, what would your future self want to tell you now? And it's amazing what your future self would tell you to do, mm -hmm. you know? So how do you negotiate these, these dances? And I call it a dance of life. You know, that's why we call it the dance of the soul because, you know, our soul goes from one lifetime to another lifetime. If we, so if it so chooses and, you know, it's all about collecting energy, collecting knowings, collecting wisdom, collecting understandings of who we are as a divine soul. And so I love to support people bringing that forward. And I'm a, a multi-life intuitive, you know, energy seer, spiritual counselor. I really um, bring in the greater good. And I believe in all a lot of different things. So I hold no judgment towards that. So if I can support you in, in your dance of, of just even find your spirituality. Because many of us are, are really plummeting through a lot of negativity. And how do we gain our our footing and it's through our spirituality in my understanding you know many do find spirituality but it's not about religion it's about spirituality so today's show is going to be about love relationships 
um, and uh, you know, how do we receive and how do we give? Because a lot of us have a hard time receiving, and and you know, in love, we talked last week. Regan and I talked last week about um, about love and that how do we negotiate love? And it was a little bit interesting of a conversation. And then yeah. on Wednesday, I talked about relationships. And it was, and I got a feedback that it resonated with a couple of people. And so I thought, you know, today that, you know, the calling was to do um, love relationships and how do we receive and how do we give? Because not everybody knows how to give and not everybody knows how to receive. And it's a very interesting application of life. It really it's is. Very, you know, and how do we do that? Because I know on Memorial Day and Labor Day and and a lot of those types of, you know, Veterans Day, you know, we're we're here to honor. But sometimes our our people who work to keep us safe don't know how to receive even a little bit of thank you. How many times do we even not even understand how to say thank you? And, you know, all that kind of thing. So it's a really an interesting place to be. And I'm grateful that, Regan, you decided to be here on Memorial Day. And I'm grateful mm -hmm. that we can do this show today, even though it is a holiday. But yet, you know, this is about, um, hello, Veronica. She says, hello, friends. Oh, my gosh. Um, there she is. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, it's it's um, a gift that, that uh, you know, thank you, Veronica. We do consider you a friend. I consider yeah. you a deep friend. Me too. Uh, <laughs> but Regan knows less of you than I do. Um, but, you know, here we go with, with this dance of, you know, how do we give, receive in relationships and, and just finding that love. And, and it's, it's a big thing. It's a big yeah. thing. So first, <clears throat> people watching. Try to identify yourself, which is easier, giving love or receiving love. You know, we don't give that much thought sometimes, but it, it seems that certain types are better at giving and certain types are better at receiving. You know, me, uh, it's harder for me to receive than it's it than to get, you know, I can give easily, it seems mm -hmm. to me. But when someone tries to give back, um, I'm getting a lot better at it, especially, um, you know, um, I went to a workshop recently by this uh, uh, very spiritual person, and um, he was uh, talking about, you know, we've all kind of known this or heard this, but um, when somebody offers you something, um, it's always, oh, what's Veronica say, giving for me? Yeah, me too, Veronica. I got to give and give and give all day, but when, I just feel uncomfortable sometimes when people, you know, try to receive. But the thing is, is if you refuse a, a gift from somebody when they're trying to give you something, in a sense, you're you're not giving them the chance to experience the giving, you know. So um, it's um, it's like if you have a, a little a child that comes up and has a little um, thing they you know they came home from school and painted a little picture of mom and dad and or whatever that they have, you know. Um, when they give it to you, there's such joy they have of giving this little thing that they made for you. And it, it demands your full attention for them to get the joy and feel mm -hmm. that joy of receiving. I think the worst thing a parent can do sometimes is, you know, a person just, the, their child comes home, hands them this, and the parent's busy with something, and the parent doesn't acknowledge it or just sets it over, doesn't say anything, 
you know, that way. And the, the little, the child um, uh, is hurt by that, you know. Mm -hmm. uh, now, you, you being, in, you know, teacher with small children, a lot of times, I, I think, do, do you see that when they make something, they're going to take it home, that they're excited to show yes. and give that to their parents? They are. They are. It, it's it's really an interesting place to be because like the other day I was giving a, a picture, you know, but it was late start Wednesday. I was there. I was telling the kids, hey, if you don't want your picture that you just drew, you know, make sure that you you do something with it. Either put it in your backpack or you can even throw it away if you want to. And so here comes a kid. Hey, Mrs. Venter, I made this for you. And I'm like, wait, uh, you don't want to put it away, do you? You know, and because I know this child, and and I know <laughs> the last minute, you know, she just quite couldn't throw it away, you know. Mm -hmm. um, but she didn't want it either, so she was in this quandary, and and it was kind of an uh, it was an interesting place. I did receive it, and I tried to be respectful. Oh, thank you very much. I I appreciate it, and you know, but we're you know I'm also rushing to get the kid. You know, when you got fifteen kids that want to go out, and they're all waiting for that one kid, you know, it's like come on, we got to get going, you know, let's do this. So it, it's one of those things that you kind of, I try to be careful about when I receive something. Oh, thank mm -hmm. you. That's what I needed today, you know, or, or that kind of stuff, because you can make that impact. But I, you know, while you were saying that about, you know, because a lot of us, you know, I would say probably, I'm not, I'm just throwing this number out there. I don't know the numbers of it, but, you know, energetically, it feels almost like 90% are givers, and 10% are takers, are, are takers, you know, mm -hmm. I, did I include um, the word receivers? Mm. Very, I, okay, let me change this number here, because I'm getting a, okay, 85% are, are givers, 10% um, are, 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 you know, takers, and then there's that small percent that actually can receive. Well, so it is harder for more people most people to receive than to give. Yeah. And that's, I, I was getting those numbers down and the first numbers I gave you were kind of just a quick observation, that. but you know, that's kind of the energetic feel that I get. Can you wow. imagine if so many of us are giving and nobody's receiving how empty our buckets are, our energetic yeah. buckets, our energy field buckets are, are, I can do it again tomorrow. I can do it again tomorrow. I can do it again tomorrow. Because if we don't receive somehow, if we're not able to receive in a in a loving way, how can we negotiate what we're going to be doing in the future? So if there's so many of us givers and not so many receivers, what happens to all the giving? You know, I mean, it's it just goes by the wayside or people don't acknowledge the receiving or, um, you know, I think in a relationship, it's really important to, to, um, to be a giver, but I mean, super important to acknowledge, uh, when someone does something kind for you to receive, you know, mm -hmm. um, I know, uh, in the relationship I'm in now, it's pretty balanced that way. And it's wonderful, you know, because it's almost like, and then it just leads to more giving and more receiving and more giving and more receiving. And it just, just climb that that beautiful ladder you know mm -hmm. uh so i've had to i know there's been a few times when um i'm, I'm trying to think of the example but it, i know it happened in the last few weeks where somebody was going to give me something and i really either didn't need it or it wasn't that important to me but but i then i thought you know again about this um 
the seminar that I went to talking about how important that is. So I made a point of, of just accepting it graciously, you know, mm-hmm. uh, whatever it was. And it felt, it felt good to do that, you know, um, you know, that way. So, but, but, you know, something like that, you know, that's an interesting place to be because, you know, we do get, we do receive things from people, yeah. you know, and, and it, it's not necessarily that it's good or bad that we take it, but many times it is wise to take it. But what I have observed is many times when I'm given something, I receive it, I hold it for a little bit, but then it ends up going to the writer home. Oh. You know, the person who is really needing it. Yeah. And mm-hmm. it's like, okay, that's why I received it. And yes, it was to be... To, to give the giver a feeling of, okay, I, I actually paid for, I felt like I could pay somebody back, right? You know, or, or I wanted to give something. But then, you know, it's that receiving, but it's it's doing it with grace because a lot of us kind of go, oh, thank you. I, you know, I'm a, yeah. uh, thank you uh, type of thing. And so with that, that, that it is about, I feel like sometimes when I'm ready to receive something, I have to, in a way, unzip myself and say, here I am. I can receive it. Thank you. Because yeah. we have so much protection up that sometimes, you know, we don't know how to receive because we have so much protection up. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. actually, just come to think of it now, when we allow somebody to give us something, to, if we allow ourselves to receive by us allowing uh, ourselves to receive, we're actually giving the opportunity mm-hmm. for the other person to give. So it's kind of, uh, it's like uh, the giving and receiving is like one complete circle. Yeah, you know, it is. It's a, it's, thing a, in itself. it's a, it's a breath in breath out. It's the, it, it's that the tide going in the tide going out because the tide is actually coming in at the same time the tide is going or the, yeah. the wave is coming in at the same time the wave is going out. Right. That's why mm-hmm. we get the the waves is because there's a there's it's going back on itself. So it is the ocean is going always giving back to itself. Well, the, you know, there's that saying: it's always better to give than to receive. Uh, and I know what they mean by that, but but really, it should be it's just as good to give as and just as good to receive. You yes. know, I mean, good to give and receive, kind of equal that way. But I know exactly. what they mean. You know, it's just. To give because a lot of times we don't give because of our selfishness that we have <clears throat> like we have something we know somebody would benefit by but we go oh no i think i <clears throat> i think i want to keep that you know mm-hmm. i've been pretty good with <clears throat> a number of things that i have that i found uh when i was doing the garage cleaning and i well one of the things i think about is all these books that i've read now i've already read them and somehow they're like my treasures you know that way mm-hmm. um <clears throat> but you know, there's somebody out there that's not been able to read this book. So wouldn't it be better to give that so that somebody could be a gift to someone when it's just going to sit there on my shelf for 30 years? Yes. So um, I like it when people do that book sharing. Like I was in a neighborhood in Tucson recently and I was walking down, taking a walk out in the desert there on this one street. And it was so cool as they had this little wooden thing built and it was the neighborhood where people would put books to share. You know, mm-hmm. so when people are on their walks with their dogs, they could swap books and different things. And I thought, wow, that's a good, uh, that's a, a very nice thing. And then I started to notice that in other neighborhoods in different parts of the country, you know, uh, where neighborhoods have these little, little uh, 
kiosks or something that someone's built where they, you know, share books and everything, which is good. Yeah. And, you know, that's that, you know, sometimes it's easy for us to receive that kind of thing, you know, like, oh, here's a book or here's food at the food bank or there here's food, um, you know, sitting out at, at a, um, you know, a place. But when we're talking about love, a lot of us struggle with feeling or understanding that love. And, and, you know, how do we, you know, do you have an understanding of how we can receive love a little bit better? You know, because it is about being vulnerable. And, mm -hmm. you know, I, I have an understanding on how to receive love. And actually, now that I understand it, I realize how much sometimes I need it. And sometimes it isn't uh, the love of, let's say, you know, um, someone just running to each other and, and collapsing it. But it's that sometimes I, I feel like I need that quiet love, that, that whisper that just someone comes up and just hugs you slowly, you know, because mm -hmm. those are the things that kind of can help us um, negotiate, you know, the, a lot of the energies that we're going through is just those, those <clears throat> quiet hugs that, you know, I love doing those kinds of things because that's one way that people sometimes can receive is when I hug someone, you know, it's like, mm -hmm. ah, you know, because it, it's a vulnerable place, but at the same time, it's a, it's an acceptance. You know, people can accept hugs. It's kind of in their mind, you know, because that saying there, we've grown up with it. It's better to give than to receive. Well, mm -hmm. no, our, our inner battery, our inner knowings, you know, need that, that fuel, you know, the love to, to fill us back up again. Because if we don't have that, that love, then it's amazing how we just start feeling depleted. And that's the, I think that's the fine line between, you know, being an energy vampire. You know, there's that saying of being an energy vampire out there because somebody is like, you know, they're, they need to receive, they, they absolutely need to receive. It's all they can do to receive, you know, and, and it's like, how do you negotiate an energy vampire at the same time wanting to give, you know, it's, it's a fine line and, you know, energy vampires are, are takers. They don't receive, they take, you know, I need to do that. I need, I yeah. need, I need, you know, and that's not that, you know, you can give for a little while, but it's, you be, someone can become very passive aggressive when somebody, you're around somebody who's a, a, um, a energy taker, you know, an energy vampire is the boarding is. Yeah, I think a lot of times, um, uh, I think the hardest reason people have, or one of the hardest reasons people have in accepting things is because, um, of their uh, self-worth that they mm -hmm. have, like they don't feel, uh, you know, qualified in a sense to receive these good things. You know, I guess there's one thing being humble, but there's another thing being that you feel so bad about yourself that even if someone tries to give you something that you can't receive it because you don't feel worthy, mm -hmm. you know, worthy of that. Um, exactly. Well, well, no, understanding like the five languages of love, you know, to go to a, something that is, um, kind of like a clinical study in a way, <laughs> you know, that, you know, there's different types of ways that we like to receive. Yeah. You know, for me, it, it's physical touch. So for me, hugs are a way for me to receive. 
And if I don't get enough of that kind of interactions, then I start feeling depleted, right? Yeah. But there's a difference. I can tell you when I hug someone who's like, gimme, gimme, gimme. And someone who's like, oh, this is a blessing. Thank you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Matter of fact, uh, that's one of, if, if you're in a relationship and you don't know your partner's language of love, yeah, you, you're not, you're not stepping up to plate and being the best partner you could be. You know, it's like uh, so many times, um, uh, let's say you have a, a couple where the woman, um, uh, is acts of service you know in other words that's that's how when people do acts of service for her that's how she feels wanted and cared for and uh you just keep you know and the man, the man says well i'm gift, buying her gifts every week you know she doesn't appreciate them or something i don't know why she doesn't love me you know because he's giving her the wrong you know the wrong he's using the wrong he doesn't understand her language mm-hmm. in other words. so exactly. let me think of the five gifts again there's um there's acts of service uh, physical touch, um, da, 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 compliments. Or wait a minute, what are the f- five languages? Yeah, it, one of it. I, let me let me um, let me look it up here. Um, yeah, um, and Paula, um, thank you for coming, Paula. Um, today's topic is a little bit of a combination of the last couple shows. So Monday was about love. My show on Wednesday was about relationships, and today is about love and or receiving and giving. Um, being able to give, being able to receive at the same time, um, kind of a combination in relationships and love. So let me, um, let me go back to here. Got a lot of windows open here. I need to, okay, five languages of love. And it also helps too. You know, we talk about the Enneagram sometimes. Uh, Anybody that's uh, watching this, uh, you do a free Enneagram test it's e-n-n-e-a-g-r-a-m-n-e-gram just like it sounds and there's a eclectic energies is one of the better ones on there and they do you do two free tests it'll tell you um uh whether you're from a one to a nine there's nine variants of human uh softwares as i call it with that and uh it really is helpful if you have you and your partner take it both uh, so that you can see where your differences are and where, where you come together easily and where your differences are going to be. Um, mm-hmm. It's really extremely helpful. It's just like, and then knowing their acts of love. I mean, I think in relationship, there's so many things you can do that I would I would say as a counselor with a young couple, um, like occasionally I'll have a young couple come to me for pre-marriage counseling or they're in a relationship and they just want it all because they really care about each other. And uh, it, it, just like you and I being coaches, Natasha, there's there's practical things you can have them do. And then there's like spiritual things you can have them mm-hmm. do if they really want to build a good relationship. So many, so many people, they just they get into this, uh, you know, it's just this attraction thing. And they want just want to just all they're thinking about is sex and, mm-hmm. and all that. And then when they get down to the nitty gritty, you know, after that wears off, it's like they have nowhere to go, you know, and they wonder it's- why they don't get along or anything because they've not. They've not discussed, they've not taken care of any of that stuff. I mean, it should, you know, from day one, you, you need to know who's taking out the trash, you know, um, because that's that right off the bat. If you don't know who whose responsibility that is and don't have it worked out, that's a, that's a big bone of, uh, or, you know, who's doing the dishes, you know. Exactly. The bone of contentment. Yeah. yeah exactly. So the five language, the five languages of love okay. is, is words of affirmation, acts of service, receiving of gifts, 
quality time and physical touch. Yeah. Okay. So, um, and, yeah. and, and that's the thing is, is like, I know that like, I know someone who's acts of service, right. Is part of it. But at the same time though, it depends on what acts of service you do depends on if sometimes that's even right. You know, because right. if the person that you're doing the acts of service with has a hard time receiving and yeah. so when you, you know, I'm sitting here watching this going, well, you're, you know, you know, having the conversation between two people, well, you're not able to receive what actually is being done for you. And so it's kind of like hitting a wall all the time. And so, you know, negotiating those, those interesting stories and dances and the wisdoms and, you know, all those different things, it's... You know, if I can give anybody anything, is it's start practicing just to receive the the more better feeling feelings. You know, for me, like I even you know, I know that I'm not like everybody, but you know, sometimes when I walk by a plant and I touch the plant, you know, I that that helps me feel something different. You mm -hmm. know. And I received something from mother, mother nature or, or the angels or something like that. So, you know, going into those acts of, of service, even for ourselves, you know, cause mine is physical touch a little bit, you know, and, and, you know, how do I get that by actually going out there and, and refilling myself up. And that's the thing is, is that we can't always look for somebody else to do it. We need to do it ourselves. And, you know, even in a coupleship, you know, if you're in a coupleship, best friends or anything, and if they're not doing it for you, you know, then reach out and get it, you know, in a yeah. safer way. You know, like for me, um, words of, of affirmation, um, actually communication is, is one of mine. And also I, I have a couple of them in there and, and you can have one, two, three that are pretty close. So it's an interesting yeah. place. And so sometimes I know that my, my spouse, you know, after a long day, he doesn't have those words in him. Right. So what do I, what I'm finding is, is that if I can find those words of affirmations through friendships and through other conversations, it's amazing to mm -hmm. process it in, in a fuller way so that I can receive knowledge so I can receive understanding and i can receive those like okay i'm on the writer path you know and it is about receiving the love you know because it's it's all about the bigger picture and it's not a straight line and it's not a one-way door doorway you know it's that breath in breath out mm -hmm. you know i think what the, one of the easiest things to not accept sometimes is when someone's offering you a compliment you know mm -hmm. just something as simple as that um and uh, i know i used to always like like other people that i that i know um someone would give me a compliment and i would say something like uh oh you should have seen me a few hours ago or blah 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 or you know i don't know mm -hmm. we just you can you can tell there's that there's that deflection sometimes exactly when they're trying to give them a compliment Although, too, see, there's, uh, you know, the four agreements in that book, you know, it's also a thing saying uh, if someone gives you a compliment, you, you know, it's <laughs> you say, why are us human beings so freaking complicated? You know, <laughs> why can't we just, you know, but imagine how boring it would be 
in a sense. Exactly, exactly, exactly. exactly. The same. You I know, know I was with a way. couple uh, I was with a couple this weekend and and it was they live on um over we live close to the Canadian border and they live over in Canada so it's not you know an hour away but you know we had the border to deal with so it's not just an hour away to see these yeah. wonderful friends of ours and you know we sat down and you know if we live closer we would have conversations and and just being moments nice. you know and it was interesting to to like you know like the the husband of the other couple said, you know, men and women, the cruel trick of life is we do not communicate well. <laughs> you know, yeah. I can say a sentence and the man will interpret it one way and I meant it a total different way. A man can say a certain sentence, he said, and, and a woman would interpret it one way and that's not how the man meant it, you know? I and know, it's like, yeah. How do we How do we receive something when we don't even hear it the same way? Yeah. You know, and, and, you know, it's, it's about communication, you know, keep talking if you can, you know, and, and receive it. But I would say, you know, to this whole receiving thing, if we can just get in the practice of saying, thank you. The first thing when we receive is thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. You know, and, and I know it's hard to do sometimes it's, it's not easy to do, but if we can get in the practice of just saying, thank you. And it's not a, oh, thanks. No, it's a mm-hmm. thank you. You know, that that's when we can start saying, okay, because it's not, we got to practice out of the deflections like you were saying, you know? Yeah. Well, and it's good too. You know, a lot of times when you love somebody, you do a lot of things without even expecting a thank you, but it's nice to, like, um, you know, if you do these little random acts of kindness with with your mate uh, during the day, you know, um, it's just like, you know, I was going uh, golfing the other day and, you know, it's like, you know, Patty made me a little uh, peanut butter sandwich to take with me. Well, she didn't have to do that or anything. It's, you know, kind of thing, but I went, wow, you know, that's really cool. I said, thanks, you know. but um, it, and it's good when you when you see these little things that someone does. It's nice to acknowledge to the mm-hmm. other person that you're seeing what they're doing because I think one thing that hurts sometimes is it's like uh, on the Enneagram twos are called the caregivers, and they give 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 all the time. You know, so a two would never let you get out the door without a sandwich and without a drink and and uh, a napkin to go with it and everything that it takes you know Mm -hmm. uh, because they just they're just thinking of you all the time thinking of your needs and everything um and um uh with twos it really helps them uh to once in a while to get acknowledgement for all their hard work you know because they're just give 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 giving you know and Uh, then that's when um that's when passive aggressiveness can come in uh, yes it does that's what twos do a lot of times they get passive aggressive because Nobody's They're giving always back giving and then they don't get anything back. And yeah. it's, and that's the thing about recognizing, witnessing, you know, I, I don't really feel like that. I even use the word in my, um, in my vocabulary, you know, my vocabulary can be pretty simple, but those simple words, you know, I've, I've witnessed you for many years doing your work. And you may not know how much you've done, but I have seen it. I have witnessed it. You have come a long ways, you know, and people just kind of go, you witnessed me. You saw me. 
you truly saw me. And and yeah. I can tell you that that you know here again flipping that coin over that I witness a lot of people, but sometimes the people that are closest to me, you know, don't always see me. You know, because you know you get going in life, you forget to see people that are your closest to you know, and and those are sometimes the people that we need to be witnessed. Or, or they want to be witnessed in a way. It doesn't have to mean that you always have your microscope on them. But it's just that once in a while, just, you know, thank you for working hard. I see. I witnessed you working hard for us. Yeah. Thank you. You know, and that kind of thing. And, and you know, there again, you know, it's not necessarily that it's up to us if they receive it. But at least we can put it out there in the universe. You know? Yeah. And, and sometimes after we start doing that several times, you know, then they start being able to receive it because we wear them down a little bit, right? Mm -hmm. But, you know, and there's that saying, kill them with kindness. Yeah, well, I don't want to kill them, but yet I want to, I want to kill that barrier. You know, I want to transform that barrier. I don't, I don't like to kill anything. I like to transform things. So, but transforming the, that old pattern of not receiving because, you know, like even I love my father-in-law and, and he's passed now and I hold him with great love and respect and honor. But he did tell me one time, you know, why do you tell your kids good job? You know, he came from the generation of hardship, you know, and, you know, he's he was a couple of years older than you, Regan. And so, you know, that generation of, you know, of, you know, and you were on you were there, too, with it. You know, it's like, you know you know, that, that hand of hardship, you know, let me get the board for you to teach you how to do it. Right. Right. <laughs> you know, and, and we weren't, why would we want to receive that? You know? And I know, I noticed that, that with me, with my, even my kids, I would tell them when they were good, doing a good job because it, it was that practice of this isn't feeling right to me this is feeling right to me, you know, and I tell kids that in the play, uh, you know, at school all the time, look at what you're doing. You're persevering through this. Good job. You know? Yeah. And, and they kind of, you know, look at me like with a side eye, you know, type of thing, because I don't remember hearing that, but you know, it's, it, it's, it's an interesting place. You know, there's one time with um, one of the kids at school and the teachers came up to me and said, do you know what so-and-so did? I had to email that parent and tell him something that I was just so proud of him to do, you know, and, and she, she's a teaser, you know, type of thing. And, and as this kid's sitting here smirking, you know, because it's like, you know, he got something that he, he, he didn't, he, he persevered and, and he was witnessed. Right. And so with that, that, we, we got to practice it. And, and if we can help the young feel it, you know, especially that 20 year old group, you know, because they're not hearing a lot of positive things about themselves. They're hearing a lot of, you know, this generation is lazy. This generation is, is yeah, they are getting a bad rap. Yeah. They're, they're getting a really bad rap and there's some really good people, good beings in this, you know, there's, you know, it's amazing how the few can rot in the pot for the good, you know, and the the rotten apples, you know, but it's it, they it is about persevering and and this generation is made is meant to teach us that we don't have to do it the same old way. Yeah, isn't it interesting? It seems like each generation it, it's it's a teacher. At least when I look, yeah, 
each generation brings in a new set of rules, mm -hmm. you know, and the people that are already here and established want to fight against those rules instead of being open to looking at them and go, hey, which one of those rules are actually better than what we did, you know? Yes. Um, you know, that way. Um, but that's we, about receiving the, the teachings that the universe is here to teach us. Yeah. Yeah, you know, then, so there's you know, another form of receiving, you know, yeah. sometimes we don't receive messages from the universe. Like today, I had an amazing two deer came and laid in my front yard and I was showing Regan the pictures earlier. Yeah. And this one deer, I, I looked out my window and she was like staring. I mean, literally staring at my house. And it was like, and I was not really moving around a lot in my house. So it wasn't like I was creating a bunch of noise. and um. And she was just staring and I was like, oh, I got to receive this. And I got, I was in tears. Actually, I made a post out of it and you're going to hear it in my voice that, you know, because it was so uh, that I had to receive it. And, you know, I just was um, doing a, um, uh, this weekend was a memorial for someone who passed. Um, my husband played golf with him and, and, you know, we went up and spent time in, in you know canada with those some good friends and had a memorial and well of course me being the medium i am who's sitting there as his ashes are riding around in a cart too you know because his kids were there you know playing the last game of the dad you know mm. the dad the, the kid one kid was playing with the golf cubs of the dad and then um the ashes were carried around in the cart and the kid would bring him out at every tee and every hole, every, 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 wow. um, yeah, at every hole, you know, and I'm um, sorry. It was, it was big. Um, wow. yeah. and everybody was laughing. Everybody was just having a great time. And of course, you know, dear Johnny was sitting here with me talking, you know, the whole time. And, you know, once I gave messages to the to the sons and, and that kind of stuff, it lightened the energy lightened up for me. But it was like it was just an interesting moment to be. And, re, you know, it's all about receiving this huge message that Johnny was, you know, he was joyful. He was, you know, he kept the team together. He kept the friends together. And what a moment that was to witness. There's that word again you know, what Johnny truly wanted, which was us to come together and be. Yeah. To be friends, to be joyous, you know, and um, what it, a man it's, he was. It's just, and we, um, last night when we had friends over, it was like there's a, a number of couples that weren't able to show up. Um, and so it was more, it was just like eight of us that ended up being there. And one was a couple with a little girl who's four years old. And then my, our niece here has a little two-year-old mm -hmm. and it was the most beautiful thing to witness, right? Is this, is this little cute little blonde comes in four years old. Immediately she sees uh, the two, the two-year-old and just forget us adults, just goes right over <laughs> to them. It's like they're their, they were own tribe, you know, mm -hmm. they were their own tribe. So not more than three or four minutes later, I look over and she's helping the two-year-old put on his shoes sitting him down and getting it, getting a shoot. And he's just allowing her receiving that, you know, to do that. Uh -huh. um, I was, and the thing that we realize in the, all this is the work that you and I do, Natasha, is children are just, they're old souls and little bodies. Yes. You know? And so when you think of it that way, it's like, we're all equal 
in that sense. You know, they're they're teaching us something by playing that, and we're teaching them. You know, Hallelujah! It's not, it's, it's not us. We are so much more spiritual than them. But they, uh, the couple, told me that when they're when they're arguing, and their daughter sees that before it's sometime either right after the argument or that time tonight, that little four-year-old goes over, grabs his hand, grabs the mom's hand, and takes them and puts the hands, to, puts the oh. hands together. They said it just, oh, it humbles them. Uh-huh. You know, she has a habit of doing that. You know, sometimes she'll do it every day for a while. She'll grab them, put their hands together. You know, it's like keeping, you know, you know, like the little one is just saying, Okay, even though you guys have arguments and you have things like this, you are one. Come on, you know, you got to yeah. love each other. Wow, you know, it was like, and just seeing her little eyes and everything, you could just see this old soul in there, um, mm. you know, teaching them about love. And that's the whole point. Like, I, I always say this, eldership isn't age bound. You know, you just explained yeah. what an elder is. Someone who can comes out of the situation and sees a bigger moment to happen, yeah. mm-hmm. you know, coming together, teaching a, a little one, you know, a little one teaching a little one how to put on shoes, you yeah. know, that they, it doesn't have to be a parent's job, you know, yeah. it could be anybody, you know, and then the elders, you know, bringing two people together who are arguing, you know, how do we do that? And you know, that's about being, and it's like me getting this deer, you know, in the intentful look that she had, or, you know, in, in the moment, it was just so like, thank you, Johnny, for, for saying, be gentle with yourself. You know, you know, thank you universe for saying you are doing amazing work. Be gentle with who you are as they were laying in the shade you know, taking in the moment, sniffing in the air, you know, it was just such a moment of teaching just to say, take care of who you are today. And I know today I was a little bit headachy and, and the energy seemed very heavy and, and just awkward today. And it was hard to get motivated. And, and it just, you know, it, it was just about being in the moment and I rolled with it. I did what I could do with it, but, and that's the thing about receiving you know, going back to that receiving, how do we receive messages from the universe? You know, many of us just keep bullying, bullying ourselves forward and not saying, wait a minute, stop, breathe, come back, you know, take care of the moment, do what you need to do, you know, take care of who you are. It's okay. You can do it. You know, and, and, you know, it's about that, those cares to do because, we have to. Sometimes we don't have another somebody who can give us what we need. Yeah. You know, growing up, just because of the ideology I was taught when I was young, you, you at least I interpreted it to be that God would only show himself to saints, you know, to the priests, to this, you know, the priests, the saints, the nuns, you know, people that were more spiritual than me. And, um, you know, and it did, took me till later in life or even doing this work that I realized, you know, that uh, our guides, it doesn't matter who you are or whatever, you everybody has a guide and, and somebody there to help you. But a lot of times we don't hear them because we have that blocked off. Like, oh, how, you know, God, you know, wouldn't work a miracle, miracle for me. You know, um, I was on the uh, one of my clients. I did a, a, a thing with a few weeks ago. 
and um, she's listening to I did it on zoom it was great actually and then I it was the first one that I recorded you know I pushed the recorder for zoom and recorded the whole video and everything and then I had to convert that it took about an hour for the computer to convert that to a file and then I sent that to her and she was watching it and she said wow this is so good um, she says it's more real to me now when I look at myself in mm -hmm. trance and having this experience and I see my expressions how I acted <clears throat> she says added a whole nother dimension to what was happening to her when she was just had her eyes closed and she was seeing what she was seeing she says Regan it felt so much more real to me so cool. uh, yeah that was that was really kind of but um, she was talking about how how these little you know she's been lucky and have these little miracles would happen in her life um, like when she got in an accident a car accident and was injured bad her two children were bad these two um, people showed up out of nowhere that helped her because she was all disoriented helped her get to the hospital and when she got to the hospital and they they had the two kids they signed them in uh, because they were injured and then she said well to the nurse like I got to thank those two men that you know that helped the children come in and they go what two men there wasn't any two men you know and uh, it was just like they had just she was just said this must have been two angels that manifested just to help her uh, and um, I know for some people listening it might sound crazy but I've heard so many stories about angels and that manifesting themselves in times of trouble and they were there like they were here and then you look and they're gone you know kind of thing mm -hmm. um, you know and that's the kind of help now we you know we've done 70,000 cases of people going the other side every single one of them has had a guide so yep. what do we think from the research well we think from just from doing research in that way that this is the way of the world you know Mm -hmm. and we all have these <coughs> guides and <coughs> hey paula yeah uh, yeah <laughs> and it would be nice that sometimes you know people have li listeners we have if they have you know because here on the show you can talk about that stuff you know yes so some exactly. people would think they're kind of crazy but uh uh we don't i i, <laughs> I remember um i went to some training this man he was a chiropractor and he he would go to people's homes and do the chiropractic up in, in Minnesota. He was late to an appointment and it just snowed. He was going over this bridge and it was had the uh, black ice, you know, on there. And he was in um, a GTO, you know, back then it was all souped up and everything. So he was racing across, lost control. And just as he sees the steel thing that he's going to beam that he's going to hit head on. The steel, still greater miles type of an thing. Hour, he screamed out. He just said, Angel Gabriel, help me. As it, that's the last thing you remember. He crashed in, totally demolished the car, and he walked out without a scratch. You know, and he said he just knows. He just he could just feel that presence or something of this invisible force that kept him from the impact. You know, that way. Well, and, and that that again is the giving and the receiving, you know, yeah. that it, and, and I want to say when we receive that, you know, everybody here who's watching, you know, I understand you watch these shows and you are one that receives in a better way. But there there is those times when somebody is very bullish about how they receive. Well, I deserved it. And, you know, but those are the energy takers. And and it's like, how do we how do we know when to give and when to receive? You know, and, you know, we have to do it when it feels more right. It feels more pure about it, you know, yeah. and I know that, um, you know, um, a friend of ours that that got this whole thing organized 
for um, the tournament. It was it was considered a tournament. There was five groups of us, five groups of four players, and and um, and so it was a, a lot of people that were playing at one time, and you know him getting everybody together and and stuff like that. That you know, I really wanted him to receive the thank you. You know, I mean, I know that people said thank you for doing this and that kind of stuff, but. When you receive that thank you from the dear friend that you were honoring, so you know it's like I hope that the, this wonderful man received the gratitude that was given to him for holding that space. Um, yeah. uh, so, um, and um, aren't they ultimately the same? uh can you clarify a little bit with that paula please um yeah what does she mean by yeah because i want to clarify that because giving and receiving is 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 you know like a tide tied in tied out you know things are the same but i don't want to assume what you meant by that yeah so, it, like um, we were discussing earlier it's like we as we're discussing today it's part of the of a circle you know, yeah. have a complete circle you have oh, giving and receiving. Mm -hmm. yeah yeah it is, it is the same circle but at the same time though it is we have to get on the uh, we have to get you know it let's say if it if it is a um a um a merry-go-round right giving and receiving is a miracle run it is the same thing right but it is actually stepping in and going huh, thank you you know, and it's that it's that fullity of receiving and, and that is the divine love. You know, it's like when the dragonfly landed on my husband's shoulder right after a toast was given for the gentleman. You know, it was like, what a magical moment to receive. Um, and, you know, my husband just got he walked away because he just had a hard time receiving that moment, you know, because it was, you know, I just, I said, honey, you just had a, you know, a dragonfly on your shoulder. And I don't know if he knows what it means because, you know, he's not totally in my world, but, um, oh, so she says, yeah, Paul, uh, that was before I got here. Yes, probably it was. Cause we're, we're we try to circle back around in it's our conversation a little bit. So for yeah, newcomers to come in yeah she's with it oh by the way you said dragonfly that's a, a really good movie to watch if anybody has called dragonfly with kevin costner yeah uh yeah it's uh it's about you know his wife passes away and he keeps seeing these dragonflies and somehow he knows it's her but i want it's just the ending is uh, is beautiful in this is movie it? and it it's all about him him having the sense that she's contacting him it's something he needs to do that she's telling him he needs to do something and it always shows up with these dragonflies and everybody thinks he's crazy but he just follows that uh -huh. and uh you know it's just it's it's got an ending which is it's just so heartfelt yeah uh, veronica says that. it's a wonderful movie and paula says here um i figured receiving is giving yourself something yes hey that's is. a good point about being yeah. able to to give yourself a gift to be able to receive from yourself yeah, and well, receiving, actually, receiving the joy that yeah. you are, and, then we, and we were talking about that with kids, how they receive the joy when they give. Yes. 
I, we, we totally get that. But what we're talking about though, is twos is that if, if like, you know, Regan, you were saying about being a number two, that you're always giving and you're, you're, you know, if you, I've, I've witnessed many people, I'm going to say this, that are givers. They're, they're true loving givers. They're, they're caregivers of this world. They're, they're totally giving that sometimes when we don't get something, a recognition a witnessing and we don't receive that recognition of witnessing being witnessed of of that that it is hard for us to keep going our our battery get that's why we have so many people with um adrenaline fatigue or our pituitaries are shut down or our thyroids are messed up or you know all these scenarios that are going on is because we don't get witnessed and then when we do get witnessed we go oh thank you you know that that breath in of oh thank you because you know we can give and receive from that giving i do that all the time you know my my joy for for giving is beyond but i can also tell you that 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 there's sometimes where i need to have my five languages of love one of them given back to me to fill in that bucket. And I'm not trying to be selfish about it, but it's just that, you know, if you're, it's like a gas tank, you have to put some gas back into it. You know, you have to get, put something back into yourself to get to, to negotiate this world that we're in right now. And there's a lot of negative out there. And that negativity is like a sponge and it wants to take the good out of us. And how do we, you know, we can give, but like we were saying at the very beginning, you know, like I got the 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 information. What was it? Eighty five percent of us are givers, you know. Ten percent of us are takers, and then five percent of us are receivers. You know, it's like we we need to balance it out to ha- be able to receive in that intention that the universe is wanting us to get, you know, to yep. fill our bucket back up, to fill our energy field back up because. We have a lot of negative that's, that's that's draining us faster than than us being able to have that balance. I feel I feel in many ways. I don't want to put it on anybody, but I'm just putting it out there that that be careful of how we we are we don't listen to ourselves about what we needed to do. Like to me, you know, I received a lot for myself today because I was kind of really headachy and I really didn't needed to take a a moment today to. I didn't have my other job. I could just kind of take a breath and I could do my work and, and do it. And I, so I received myself some compassion, you know, mm-hmm. but at the same time though, you know, it's about that story of how do we com- compat- have compassion for ourselves and, a, a, and, and receive it. A good example, I think of a good relationship is the goal to work towards is that in the morning when, the husband wakes up and he looks over and sees his his bride, you know, and the first thing he thinks of is, wow, you know, what can I do today for her? Mm-hmm. And then she wakes up and sees him and she's thinking the same thing. Yes. And then, then you have this giving and receiving in this spiritual, you know, relationship dance. And that's when everything goes good because neither of them wants for anything when each other is, is giving and each other is receiving, mm-hmm. you know, that way. And it's a, it's a, a beautiful, a, you know, beautiful thing to. Well, to and that's, 
Uh-huh. And that's that, that, you know, we can go together and pl- and and get through what we're doing because we fill up each other's buckets, right? And um, Paula, yeah. you know, thank you. Oh, uh, uh, she was saying this um, first. Um, you know, um, I totally get it. But then putting uh, expectations on others' actions. With my journey, I feel my guides and ancestors have been providing the witnesses. Yes, and and I so concur. I feel the same way. I totally feel the same way. Um, uh, and then, uh, which is fairly new, she says, um, good job, Paula. Yes, um, I'm going to say, though, that... Um, like for me, I'm going to give an example and we're getting kind of close to time here is, is that when my husband was drinking, he fell into the narcissistic tendencies and, you know, he was a pretty, you know, he, he, you know, six pack of double tall bushes every night, you know, and sometimes they were, he would know, he would buy two six packs, right? So sometimes it was a little bit more and sometimes it was just the six pack. Um, but he was pretty drunk because it was almost like drinking 12 beers a night. Right. And so he just passed out by seven o'clock and he got off work at six. So he, he downed them. And so with his narcissistic attitude that it didn't matter how much I gave him, his, his, his energy was so sucking that I needed in a part of me because of how loving I am to have a, a comparison of love back to me. You know, because mm-hmm. and it wasn't about judgment. It was just I was getting so depleted, you know, and um, and it and it is because it is about expectations. And that's the thing. And we're, and we're trying to not talk about what expectations are about receiving. It, it's it's about thank you. It's about that. Thank you. And it's about the giving. And because in relationships, we do have different perceptions. We do have different languages. And we do have different ways we've brought up. And how can we come together in more of a breath in, breath out? Like I was saying earlier, it's like the tide. The tide is going, you know, the, the tide is coming in at the same time it's going out, you know, with the with the way the waves come, double mm-hmm. back on itself. So how can we give and receive at the same time? And it's about being in the moment, but making sure that when we're giving to somebody, we give to somebody who can be more, witnessing of it is helpful to it being, Oh, I, you did see how I'm giving you. Thank you. You know, it, it is that, it is that breath. And, and I want people to feel like that they're being appreciated because they, we all are doing, trying to do better, you know, in some fashion. Mm-hmm. So it's a thing. It's a thing. And it, and it, you know, like for me, I'm in what my middle seventies now and I'm, I'm just, I feel like I'm kind of getting the hang of it, you know, about receiving <laughs> still a little hard for me and just when i think it is easy then something will happen and i'll realize oh that was a little tough (laughs) you know but um but it's good to feel that you know you can feel that improvement you know getting better uh Mm -hmm. that way um so um one last point i was going to bring up i was going to say earlier especially because you're around children all the time within the school there it seems to me that children are kind of um as a general rule, born selfish, and they have to learn to be selfless. I'm yes. thinking, I'm just watching them on the playground where they just, no, it's mine, no, it's mine, and they don't want to share, mm-hmm. you know, 
It's, and it's just or they take and they receive it in a very uh, negative way they take it right right they take it because they want it and then that's when as teachers and what what we need to do and it seems like a souls you know like in a sense we're there's that that um we're given that or we have that uh selfishness in ourselves, and we work lifetime after lifetime learning about you know giving and about being selfless you know that way mm -hmm. uh, so um yeah it would just be interesting to see a a three-year-old child that was just a totally you know selfless little person um, yes although and and, and paula's Paul saying you know like you know being waitresses you know we can give and give and give and give and give and yeah. it's it's a fine line because she says um i thank myself for not giving up and changing um changing myself i almost like filling my own bucket Good for you. And, and the, I do too. I, that 99% of myself, I fill up my own bucket. Um, mm. and, and I'm lucky to have a man now, you know, 12 years sober that, you know, that bucket is starting to be a little bit more witnessed. And yeah. then, um, and then, uh, as a server, it's hard. Yes. Um, and, and oh. so I, and I, you know, hands are, <laughs> I, Ooh, I honor you for being a server because it's not always easy, but, you know, that's where, you know, I try to be kind to those servers. You know, I try to stack my plates up so it's easier for them to carry. And, you know, I try to do those things that really support the journey because, you know, giving isn't always, it's not always black and white. And, and how do we negotiate that? But I think this is a, a conversation we can keep going and going and going. And there's, there's so many different perspectives on it, but you know, if I can, if I can invite for anybody to, to start practicing saying thank you when somebody does something that they think of you for, you know, and, and how do we, how do we receive that? Cause it is about intention. Yeah. It is about, you know, well, I'm not going to receive that because they didn't do everything I wanted them to do. You know, well, no, receive what they, what they thought about doing. Yeah, you know, you know? we should do. We could do a half a show. I think would benefit people on uh, Ho Aponopono. Mm -hmm. um, you know, or or we and maybe we could do half a show on Ho Aponopono and the last half on the Four Agreements. You know, wouldn't that be a great show? You know, that, that would be maybe that I, that's maybe what we can do for the next next week's show. Yeah, for it, it, it's so it's sound it's spelled just like it sounds. Ho, opon, opono. Uh -huh. um, it's a great. Um, it's from the mystics uh, from the Hawaiian Islands, and mm -hmm. uh, there's a story behind it that's just amazing. Amazing, isn't it? Really, really works. Yeah, and it's a way to keep you in that neutral zone all the time with whoever you meet. You know um anyway uh, yeah no that sounds good well we can do that and um paula says um uh, i i i'm 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 saying thank you for a safe place to grow and oh. and i'm so grateful that you have a safe place to grow because you know and that's why i i don't watch all um podcasts that are spiritual you know, I pick certain ones and actually I'm going to be on one that I watch um, in the middle of June here, uh, which is a blessing that, you know, the dance of this. Or no, it's um, uh, I know what it's called. Ah! Not vintages after dark. Um, oh, do -do 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 -do. I know what it's called. Well, I'm going to be on it. And um, and I then 
it will come right after the show is done, right? Because I'm trying to yeah. close up the show. Yeah, I have one. I have one coming up too, which is going to be really interesting. And I got to look it up. It's something skeptic, but it's like they invite you know people like us on their program with things. But um, uh, let me see what it is here. <laughs> I know we both have it's been today's um, oh, the next the next level soul is the one oh. I'm going to be on in middle of June. Next level. It's soul. like metaphysical skeptic or something. Uh, um, mm -hmm. super nice guy and it's uh it's going to be uh, fun to do well even the vestiges after dark uh, anybody out there if you watch vestiges after dark it's a it's just a cool it's a, a bishop and a nun and a priest the the um the nun and the priest are both ex-police officers <laughs> which is interesting and then they have a, a from australia they have a really really beautiful soul uh, priest and they they answer people's questions about the Bible and different things, but they allow, Natasha has been on there twice. I've been on there three times mm -hmm. and they let us talk about um, other spiritual things. Modalities. And, uh, and they don't, and they don't, they, they don't, don't judge hug just, on it. You know, no, they're very open to it. They're um, open, you know, and it's, it's, uh, it's very uplifting. They're, and they're just great people. Oh, you, know? you were, I, you were her guest on, on, on which show? We oh, talking to I was her guest. Oh, Paula was on. Oh, wow. uh huh. Cool. Which on Vestiges After Dark? No, I think on the first one that you said. Oh. Uh, oh, oh, the skeptic one. Yeah. Oh. Um, Interesting. Oh, Paula. Hey, yeah. if you watch us next week, I want to know what number. Oh, Fireside. You are. Yes. Oh, Fireside. My um, my friend Jessica um, does a, um, she's a very loving, gifted woman. Um, and I love her so much that um, she's doing a show called Fireside. And um, and it's it's where they do the first part um, on in front of like Instagram and and um, and Facebook and that kind of thing. And then later they, it's a, you get into the club and, and it's a positive club. It's about building up. It's about doing things and doing great things. And, and then um, they go back on zoom and then they finish the conversation and they get into the deep conversations that really wow. should be vulnerable with on Facebook. And, and um, cause it's about um, it's about honoring privacy and so, um, and she does different, um, yeah, Facebook live. Um, she does it on Facebook live. And so, um, and then she, it's, it, she does other things with the, with this group, um, classes and, and different things like that. And it's, it's a very much of a gift. Thank you, Paula, for, for, um, for saying it, because I wanted to say something on it, on the show for, for Jessica, um, journeying with Jessica is, is where you can find out more about that. And, uh, there's you know, so just, many, I think there's a million podcasts right now, I think, or something uh, almost approaching that it's, it's the world is so different. You know, I watched a, a four part series this week. It was on Hillsong, the Christian church that um, was going worldwide, and then all the scandals that brought it down. And they, at one point, they had 150,000 uh, people in their in their you know going to their churches. And after the big scandal, now they're down to like I think 50,000 or something. They, they lost about two thirds in the last six months or something because of everything. Um, but the reason that they were able to get through the dysfunction in that church was because of social media. You know where 
where these organizations that get dysfunctional, even though they start out good and then power comes in there and they get corrupted from the inside, you know, Mm -hmm. it happens to so many, not just the, not just this Christian church. It can happen in any organization actually, you know, where that, that thing to have power takes over and pretty soon it's about power, not about, about the spiritual work. But these these and these entities are so large and they can they control the narrative all the time because they have the power. But once Facebook came along and that and some people started sharing and then more people sharing cats out of the bag, they can't control the narrative anymore. And that's where all the truth came out. You yeah. Know? Then they came tumbling down. But it's um, it's kind of sad. But again, I can tell people, if, if you know, if you're it became more like a cult rather than a good Christian church. Um but you can't throw the you know the baby out with the bathwater. It doesn't mean you sh- you throw out Christ or uh, that just because you have a few bad apples that that you know go to the dark side. You know exactly. Well, and and I watched that Paula um, the far the far side, the um the the fireside. Sorry about that. Um, and where um uh, my friend Jessica had a person who does the um honopono. Um, oh, honopono. Oh, no. Yeah. Um, it's, it's a tongue twister. I know oh, it oh, is. Oh, and, oh. and me being dyslexic or me being um, oh, headache today, that. it's kind of um, my tongue wants to speak yeah. better. Uh, so with that, the, um, the negotiation of that and, and that's and I've actually practiced that many times when I was over in Hawaii. I got really taught that message. So um, <laughs> so yeah, it's, a it, it's, it, it's, a, it's a good thing to speak of. But we are like. Over oh, we're and, overtime now. Okay, yeah, I'll tell you. So again, I want to um, honor. I want to honor people who are watching, and and I, I want to. So next week we can actually talk about the four agreements and the honopono hono. Honopono, right? Yeah. Okay. Honopono. Um, <laughs> uh, the the um, because I know it. It's just that getting that out. Um, so yeah. we can talk about that next week, and then um, be okay. here and. So please, if you're watching and you know this conversation be good for somebody, please share it. Um, please follow. Um, we are live Mondays and, and Wednesdays at 4 o'clock Pacific time. Uh, on Mondays, it's Dance the Soul. On Wednesdays, it's Life Clarifications with Natasha. And when we're going through life and, and managing, you're very welcome, Paula. Thank you for supporting us. Yeah, I thanks, so, am so grateful for you. And thank you again for uh, mentioning Jessica again. Um, so going forward please know and if you would if you know somebody who really likes to listen to podcasts these shows are on podcast and i load them up the right after the um my shows uh i try to load them right away um mondays and wednesday nights so please um please follow and like and share and um and know that you know everybody is amazing so if you can practice anything practice thing thank you when you're ready when when it's time to receive yeah. and be willing to to know that that is a, not a selfish act it is a a part of the breath in the breath out and please try to give with 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 understanding without expectations too um it, it's a it's a gift and that's how we can build our relationships that's how we can build our love for one another because it is about that communication of love and understanding that can get us through a lot yeah. It is through a lot. So, Regan, how do people reach you? Well, visit theafterlife.com. You're going to see videos on there. There's a video of a young lady on there going to the afterlife and back through this process through the Newton Institute. It's a life changing experience, I have to tell you, because I've done it twice. 
Uh, I think about it every day. You know, I spent over three hours and I wrote a book called Three Hours, 33 Minutes in Heaven. And uh, it's about the 12 things that I learned in that time there that kind of changed my life to where I look at things so differently now. I got proof that there is an afterlife for one thing, because I'm mm-hmm. always this, even though I'm a believer, a lot of it was on faith, but now I have faith has turned into knowingness, which is, is, a nice, uh, is a nice thing. Anyway, it's a process anybody can go through about 90% successful. It's like a five hour process altogether. Um, and it's a life-changing thing. But anyway, you can find about find out all about it on Visit the Afterlife. But also, I love doing traditional therapy with people over Zoom all over the world. Um, if you have, I specialize in people who have had traumas, you know, have PTSD from it. So much of that. So many people have something that's, you know, attached to them that they need to work on. And we have these new modalities now over the last 10, 15 years that, that work with that incredibly well so that people can get a sense of normalcy back in their lives again. Also, you know, fears and phobias. Uh, sometimes we can get rid of fears or phobias in, you know, half a session even, and they don't come back again. Uh, but yeah, anything having to do with anxiety, emotions, that sort of thing, um, um, I use energy psychology, which is highly effective. Then there's uh, videos and everything on my website too, Visit the Afterlife, so feel free. Still giving away a book called Reincarnation is Real about all the current research being done. Um, we've had 70,000 people experience past life, so we, we know it's real, but still people want more and more proof, but we have a lot of that now. So anyway, Natasha, what about you? Well, they can reach me at angelicclarifications.com. Uh, you can also email me at natasha at angelicclarifications.com. I so appreciate giving people the grace of moving forward. And I have this uh, modality that I do now where I take you through um, uh, your, your back through your life and go into pre-womb, uh, pre-birth moment, and then go back in the DNA. And it's amazing how negotiating through these times where we came from uh, and then going into past lives come together at the same time as you bring all that energy forward of healing it's not about healing our past it's about making us be able to move forward in our lives and there's so many things i'm finding in our personal dna in our past lives that have really stopped us to move forward it's a fear it's an anxiety it's a it's an illness it's it's a it's a blanket feeling you know we have this blanket feeling over us and i love to help people do that and i i'm here for mediumship and helping honor those moments that we go through and and just wanting people to know that they're good and safe. Um, I love to support people with that going forward. So you can reach me at angelicclarifications.com because I'm a a multi-life intuitive, uh, a spiritual coach. I am also a medium and a feng shui consultant with that's because I I see energy as, as a lot of energy. Whew. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's probably why I'm a little headache today because I was a little bit of work this weekend. Uh, mm-hmm. Loving space, loving space, not holding space, but loving space. So um, <laughs> please come and share, watch us again. And thank you for all your See support, you uh, Veronica and Paula. And, and uh, we do hope that, that this does help. So blessings to all. See you on Wednesday with Life Clarifications with Natasha. And then Monday again with Regan at 4 o'clock Pacific time. Blessings to all. Bye now. See you next week.